Welcome, everybody, to BitPunch Radio episode 053. On tonight's episode, we are going to be talking about Cult of the Lamb. We're going to get some updates on some books we've been reading. I've uh, watched, uh, I went and seen Dragon Ball Super Superhero. We're going to do some spoilers <laughs> on the movie Prey, starting yes. my watch of all the Predator movies, and uh, some other fun stuff. So, before we kick all this off, I do want to say. Uh, I, I think we should do things a little different. So typically we would just have like one of us run down each thing, but it seemed like it, it feels like we're kind of all over the place. I think we should run down games, run down books, and then we'll keep TV towards the end, TV movies towards the end. Cause I think we're going to kind of be talking about some spoiler stuff with house of the dragon. I want to talk about dragon ball a little bit. Uh, and then I know we want to discuss Prey, uh, their rehearsal, uh, whatever we get around to. So yeah. um figure we could kick it off with games. Um, I've been playing a couple things, and I see that I've you've got something on here I've never heard of. Why don't you talk to me about that? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> shocker, uh, I downloaded a deck building game on Steam. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is called Across the Obelisk. It is kind of a hot new little thing on Steam. You know, Steam likes to have its its hot little things here and there. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna say a, those those seem to change like weekly at this point. The, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It, it kind of like ebbs and flows. You know. Yeah. Um. So this one popped up. I saw it was a deck builder kind of D and D ish based. I think I'm not 100 percent sure because I don't even know what that shit is. Um. <laughs> But it's 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 I think it's similar to the like Slay the Spire, but I've never played the Slay the Slay the Spire. That's kind of the mm-hmm. uh comparisons that I've heard made. Um so it but it's kinda like a roguelike. So like you're kind of going along a map, very inscription like. There's a map, yeah. you go to a thing, you do an encounter, if you win, you go forward. Um and you have but you have like four heroes, um, and each hero has their own deck. Um, and so like you have like a tank guy that's like a wolf and then you have a archer who's, uh, kind of like an attack melee guy, range guy. Then you have like a spellcaster and then like a healer and like each round it kind of goes and like you get to play cards and like, you know, attack against the little enemies or like the little baddies. Um, and that's like one encounter. And as you're going through and as you're going through the map, you're trying to get to a boss, which I'm guessing it's kind of like once you get to the boss of that map, you can probably skip through some of that maybe eventually. Um, But it's like you get a run. Like if you die and all your heroes die, then you get to start over like the Mm -hmm. next time and you get to upgrade and you're getting better cards, getting little talismans to put on your heroes to make them better. Um, So it very much like a deck building, like you're, uh, upgrading your cards in somewhat of an inscription way, not not quite as unique as inscription, <laughs> like cutting them apart and like pasting them back yeah. together. None of that. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fun little uh, fun little deck builder for sure. 
Uh, I haven't it, played it a ton of it. It shows it released last year. Is this like new to Steam or something? I wonder why it was on the top of the charts. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it maybe it was you know like what? exclusive I think, to Epic. I think it might have come out of uh, early access now. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. It shows right there. Release date was the twenty first, but it was early access in twenty twenty. Okay. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. 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 So okay. Cool. That is the only game I've been playing. Um, not much of anything else at this point. You did pick uh, up that uh, farthest frontier. Did you give oh, that a shot? Or? Oh, I, I did. Yeah, I did play. Did I talk about that last week? No. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I did play Farthest Frontier. Uh, that is a like city builder survival game. So you're kind of building a city. Um, you have little worker, um, worker units that are out chopping wood and rocks and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't have a lot to say about that. I played it for like twelve hours. It's it's oh, it's wow. it's real early access. Like, it's kind That's of rough. Right. Uh, like mm. some of the progression in the beginning is really rough. Um, so yeah, I I don't have a ton to say about that. But yeah, that's that's games for me. Okay, tell me about Cult uh, of the Lamb. I, You've been playing a lot of that. I've been playing a lot of Cult of the Lamb. Um, so I've talked a lot about uh, Moonlighter and how much I really like that game. And I think that game works really well because there's a balance to it. I think if Moonlighter was just the rogue elements, it wouldn't be that great. It wouldn't be as 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 good as it is. If it right. was just you running a shop, it you know it wouldn't really have that. You know, just it, it's it takes both pieces of that to to kind of work. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel the same way about Cult of the Lamb. Like I have a couple issues with it, but overall, I'm I'm really really enjoying this game. Uh, it's it's got a large following of people that are uh, streaming it because it it actually has like Twitch elements built into it. Um, oh, okay. When you rec- when you recruit people, there is like there is like a um, almost like you can you can interact with like your your followers and, and people that are watching you. Um, to kind of help vote on some of the mechanics of the follower. So it's you're building out this cult, you're running a farm, you're cleaning up, you know, stones and rocks. But as you're recruiting these cult members, they're, they start doing this work for you. And there's this massive skill tree where you are um, giving them the ability, like giving them, you're kind of upgrading your your stuff a little bit. You have this church, you perform all these ridiculous rituals uh, where, depending on the kind of play style you're doing, you may sacrifice your uh, little cult people. And they're all little, these cute little animals, but like when they go into a ritual, they put their like hoods up, they look like (laughs) Sith Lords, and you just see like like a sacrifice, like a, like these tentacles come up out of the ground and just like kill one of them. And you just hear like a, yay, like all, it's almost like a, there's a really good comparison to South Park. I don't know how big a fan you are of South Park, but there's, um, there's the, uh, there's the woodland critters. It's like these, these nice looking critters that have orgies in the forest in South Park. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like that. It's, it's weird. Like my kids have watched me play it. 
And a lot of it kind of goes over their head because like cults and stuff just isn't introduced to grade school kids. Right. It's but it's it's not hyper violent, but it's all the themes around it is really interesting and a little unique. Um, it plays like inscription where when you're going through uh, the rogue part, which I would say makes up about 40 percent of the game where I think 60% is running the cult and trying to like upgrade stuff as much as you can. Um, you then go, you spend the other 40% of the time like going on runs. And it uh, it's the same type of map where you can choose the different lanes you want to go down. So it might be like, I want to go down this lane because I'll be able to recruit a new member into my cult. And then the space beyond it might be collecting resources. The space beyond that might be um, gaining full hearts, and then they'll be the boss. Um, a, a run, it doesn't take but ten to fifteen minutes. Like, oh, so wow. really, That's nice. the cool thing, the cool thing about this game is like you can go on a run, you can go back to your cult and kind of work on it, and then go on another run like at night if like all your cult members end up going to bed or something, and you can spend an hour on this game and feel really accomplished. And and I I'm I really really like that about it. There are so many different skill trees. You're leveling up your sermons. You're leveling up your rituals. You're collecting. I mean, there's like five or six different things that you're kind of juggling that at first was a little overwhelming, but now I, I think it. You know, I, I think it kind of works. Um, the the run aspect uh, is a little weak. the The fighting is just okay. Um, when there's a lot of enemies on the screen, there's actually like tall grass that you can chop down and, and collect grass resource where you can make food with it and stuff. Okay. Um, but that can sometimes get in the way and you, you can kind of get lost in where in this game, you can only take so many hits, you know, each hit it drops like a half a heart and you only have four hearts. So you can kind of take seven, eight hits, but it, it's just kind of frustrating when you get like kind of stuck in a corner and you end up taking a couple hits and it's just like, ah, this it's, it is my fault, but I kind of lost what I was doing. <laughs> I couldn't see all the enemies. Uh, some of that stuff can be a little frustrating. Um, playing games like Hades, it's combat was a lot better, but I'm enjoying this game more than I did Hades um, because I love like Hades, you'd go back and you would kind of like get some story beats, but there's just so much more to do here outside of the fighting. I think it's, I think it's a really good balance. Okay. Um, the game is only like 15 hours long and I've got about 11 hours into it now. So there's four major boss fights. I've beaten two of them and I've, I've been to the third one and, uh, I've fought him once and I lost, but, um, Cool, cool boss fights, really cool animation, very pretty game. I have a Series S and a 1S. The Series S, it purrs. The 1S, uh, boy, it hiccups. And I have weird issues where, like, um, a enemy rolled off the screen and you can't cl- you can't leave an area until all the enemies are there. And he never came back. So like I could not get out of it. I had to actually quit out of the game. Um, And sometimes I'll like, you know, when you, when you're doing a sermon, you kind of float up above your crowd and your eyes turn white and you know, you're just like preaching all this, whatever. Um, He'll just get stuck in that animation. 
Oh, wow. And so it's just like, I got to keep, I've, I've had to close out of that game probably three or four times. I'd say they'll work out those bugs. Uh, this game just came out like a couple weeks ago, but I'm, I'm having a really good time with it. Um, yeah, Cult of the Lamb. Very good. Uh, very, very fun. Um, not my favorite roguelike of the year, but there's been a lot of them. So, um, <laughs> I did finish Final Fantasy VII. That game overstayed its welcome way too long, just like Halo Infinite did, where they should have lopped off like three hours there towards the end, and I think yep. it would have been a lot, lot better of an experience. Um, not much to say about that game. Uh, there's a uh, there's a piece of the DLC when uh, on the the Steam version it's uh, with this character named Yuffie or Yuffie, um, and it's like a seven or eight hour thing. I'll get to that at some point, but the sequel doesn't release until 2023, and it'll be PlayStation exclusive. So I'm sure it'll be 2024 before it'll release on Epic or Steam or whatever. So it's going to be a couple years before I can get around to it. So I've got plenty of time. Um. So I've got two games on here. I've been playing Jetpack Joyride Two. I I knew this was coming. I, I okay. saw this. I saw this on. I don't know why I opened the App Store, but I did. Yeah. And I saw this. And I was like, that he'll be playing that. Yep. Yes, and it's it's good. Um, I'm trying to use my Apple One subscription for things. Uh, yep. That's on there, and that's the cool thing about it is there's no like gotcha mechanics. It's not going to ever ask for money because it's on Apple arcade. You are collecting coins and stuff, but I mean, it's, you know, you can just keep playing it. And I like it because it's not an endless runner. There's actually ends to there's levels that you're doing. And at the end of a level, there'll be like a boss fight. So you actually have a goal instead of just trying to like go on this massive run or, like compete, uh, you know, like me and you trying to see how far we can go. This one is, it's more level based. You're leveling up. Uh, I think his name's Barry. Yeah. Barry Steak. Barry. Oh man. I can't yeah. remember his name. Something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's fun little game. Um, and then not a lot to say about that. It's a lot like the first one. It just got some, some nice little mechanics to it. And it's not, um, you know, it's not a play to or uh, pay to win. And then uh, I've been playing a little Fortnite. Uh, I, f- I feel <laughs> like this. Uh, I feel like this Dragon Ball Z update, which I spent some money on, uh, has kind of taken over everyone right now. Everyone is playing Fortnite. Um, I suck at Fortnite. I'm not good at it. My daughter loves reminding me of how bad I am at it, but um, <laughs> I'm having a great time. There's some really cool stuff with it. Like Darth Vader is a boss right now, um, and you can two-shot him with Kamehameha Blast from Dragon Ball Z and running I, around as Vegeta. I, I, watched a, uh, I watched a TikTok of Tim the Tatman and Ninja doing whatever it was you just said to Darth Vader, yeah. and I was like, uh, okay yeah all right it's it's pretty wild like how how polished that game is. i mean it has been through so much like the fact that they have a no builds mode i don't like builds so i just i never got i never could do it there you know you would just like start yeah. shooting somebody and then a structure would just appear like nope I've selected that on accident a couple times because there are so many modes to this game yeah. it's wild how popular it is because you think right there you split your player base 
Yep. Like you got the old school people that want to do builds, and then you've got all the people like me coming in. That's just like I just want to like goof off with this fun shooter, and but I don't want to deal with builds. Um, it's it's really good. Uh, this like Dragon Ball Z thing has been going on for I think a week now, and it's going to go for one more week. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm having fun. I'm not playing that by myself. I do play it with my kids, um, but you know. It's 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 a good time. So you that the, is you more money. I think between Max spending his birthday, I think they got fifty bucks from us. <laughs> Max buying he bought V-Bucks. the Goku and he bought Goku and Beerus, and I bought the Bulma and uh, the uh, Vegeta pack. So mm. it's a good game, man. It's good. Yeah. You should you should download it and give it a shot. The it's 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 fun. It's not like it, it's it's not it's you're not going to go into it with the same mentality that you would with like an Apex, just right, to right, go in right, there and right. fuck off. I mean, there's like missions, so you could like yes, it's a battle royale. Everyone is trying to fight everybody, but you'll run across people and they're just fishing. Right. They're just trying to have a good time, you know, <laughs> like, and it's like, cause you've got all these different challenges that you can try do to try to unlock like, you know, next level and shit. So yeah. Uh, it's cool. I did, I did see this week on steam, a new fishing game came out. Fishing, <gasps> oh, fishing simulator two. Fishing <laughs> simulator two. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. It, it was, I think fishing simulator one's kind of a big deal. Um, so two might be a big deal. Oh, it's on early access. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. look at that. Yeah. Oh no, it's mixed right now. Of course it is. Oh Everything shit, is. that just yeah, that just came out two days ago. Yeah. Dude, yeah. look at that. Before we all these before, simulator, all these simulator games are so hardcore though. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure they sell like a bunch of map packs and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> did you see what EA did with Madden on PC? No. So apparently I, they've I, been, apparently they've been doing this like with FIFA and Madden and I, I had no mm-hmm. idea cuz I haven't played Madden in a few years. Um so Madden actually actually came out on Steam this year which it hadn't before. Oh. And so okay. Madden, Madden 23 which is the new Madden um is out on PC you can buy it on Steam. And like the day it came out, I was like, oh, I'll buy Madden. Sure. I like Madden. Um, and then I go and it's like mostly negative. Like on the reviews. What? So I'm like, oh, what's going on with Madden this year? You know? I click on it and people are like, don't buy this game. This the PC it's, a, it's at a twenty eight percent. Yeah. The PC version of Madden twenty three is the PS four and Xbox One version of last year's game with updated rosters. It is not the same what? game as the Xbox Series X and PS5 versions of Madden 23. Madden tw- the one the version on PC is literally the la- the last gen version. <laughs> do you see that top yeah, comment? Yeah, I, do. I do. Are you wasting my money again, son? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So apparently EA did this with FIFA last year. The PC version of the game was the last gen version. 
And so, like, Madden 23 is supposed to have, like, updated, like, physics and all this stuff. You can only get that on the Series X and the PS5 version. You can't get it on the PC version. That's the same price. Yeah. <laughs> this Fucking this guy insane. played it for 21.3 hours and said, this game gave me AIDS, but then continued to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the rough, rough time, uh, rough, rough time for for Madden right now. If you go in looking to be disappointed, then you won't be disappointed when you're disappointed. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Damn. Good old EA. Wow. Man, just when you think like maybe maybe they'll fix, they just fuck up. Yeah, like whose idea was that? I don't know. Man. Fuck. Bad idea. Do you want to talk about Moonbreaker at all? You know, I don't know a ton about it um, outside of what I watched in that uh, YouTube video. Well, Scissor Reel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a new uh, it's a new game from the Subnautica Studio Unknown Worlds. Is that right? Um, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, Unknown Worlds, I think, is the name of the studio. Um it's a tabletop, like, turn-based action game with miniatures it's, that you can yeah. paint, I think is the best way to describe it. And it's in its own universe, which the lore for was created by Mr. Brandon Sanderson. Which I'm assuming is not Cosmere at all. It's its own no. separate thing. Correct. But... He was out there earlier this year saying that he would love to work on a game like Elden Ring. So it's funny that like I'm sure he already was signed on to work on something like this. Yeah, so think. so a month ago somebody asked him like how's the game stuff going? Like on one of his Q&As that he does and he said like you'll hear more soon. And people were like, "Oh, well what is it? What is it?" He's like, "You will literally never guess what it is." You know, and uh, I'm I'm a pretty active follower of the Sanderson Reddit page. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some really good stuff on there. And I would say the overwhelming majority of people on that Reddit uh, uh, Reddit thread are disappointed by that game. Oh, really? Yeah, I think all of them wanted an open world Stormlight like RPG or Mistborn RPG. Right. And yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how I it goes. wasn't disappointed at all. Like I'm glad that he gets to kind of dabble I, outside of this world he's already right. said he's gonna dedicate the rest of his life to. So right. I guess I did see there was a like like some kind of developer interview or like a behind the scenes for Moonbreaker where the developer said that a lot <laughs> of the lore stuff that he wrote was gonna be in the form of like a like audio thing you could listen to. Like almost like an audiobook style mm. uh, deal. So hmm. who knows? He probably worked on it for 15 minutes and wrote 50,000 words and was done. <laughs> right. So yeah. Moved on to the next book. Shat that out in an afternoon. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I think it looks cool. Uh, I, I seen a lot of positive around it. Probably not from the hardcore fans, but just probably more so people. It's just like, oh, I've heard of that guy, but I'm a gamer. So right. you know, that's cool. It is very you know, niche, very niche thing. Yeah, George R. R. Martin put his name on Elden Ring, so it's cool that, you know, Brandon Sanderson's getting out there and 
kind of working with this studio. I mean, this studio, they're not like super well known, but I think Subnautica kind of has a pretty good following. That Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cool that they're working on something a little different. Um, and if they do the painting right, people could, man, people could really get into oh, that. Oh, boy. Yeah. That, yeah. that inner Mario paint crowd coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff there. All right. Well, speaking of Brandon, <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your update now? Oh boy. Um, I finished the way of Kings. All right. I finished book one of the stormlight archive. Um, so I think last episode I was like probably like 70% through the book. Yeah. Um, it was kind of tepid on it. Maybe a little tepid, not, not down on it, but a little, you know, a little like, eh, this thing could be paced a little bit better. Um, and then I hit the, uh, people on the Sanderson Reddit uh Reddit page call the Sanderlanch like an avalanche uh which is the last 100 pages of any Brandon Sanderson book where he just goes fucking crazy <laughs> yeah and just starts pulling everything that you've been reading for the last 1000 pages together and just hammering buddy i mean just hammering mm-hmm. stuff uh man the that I don't know if I've ever read a book that kind of, I mean, all books kind of have an ebb and flow to them, you know, right? You know, they kind of start real high and then they kind of low, 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 low. And then about 70% in, they kind of start shooting back up. Mm-hmm. And man, he his, his shoot back up is like Mount Everest. Like he just goes <laughs> from the bottom to straight up, man. Yeah. And some crazy shit just happens in in the back half of that book. And it's it's really really great, um, mm-hmm. really great. And all of his little Cosmere stuff, like some of the stuff that I'm aware of from the Mistborn era one stuff that I've read, like I'm already like picking up on stuff. Like like every like I don't know five or t- six pages, I was like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the TV and snapping his finger, and he's like, you know, I'm doing that. I'm like, oh, oh, that's, that's, I know, I think I know what that is, you know, or I think I know what's going on here, you know. Um, So that, that was really cool. Uh, I'm glad I read Mistborn first before I started reading these things. Uh, Um, For sure. You'll have this, you'll have, uh, I don't know, I guess I don't know. You've read way more of this than I have. Um, but man, yeah, I, that whole like Dalinar, uh, arc is pretty wild. Um, spoilers for the way of Kings here for like a few minutes. So (laughs) Dalinar is having all these like visions during these, these high storms, right? He's, he's, he's like, he's not He's not physically going somewhere else. Like his mind is going somewhere else and he's being shown these things by this person and he's kind of living them out to a certain extent. And then when like the storm's over, like he wakes up and he tells everybody what the hell happened. Do you know who this person is? No, I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever Brandon wants me to think it is right now. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, throughout the whole book, Dalinar's having these visions and the, the person's telling him to do stuff. Um, like, oh yeah, you should trust that guy, you know, or, uh, trust him. Like he's very, like the person that he's talking to is very like short, uh, kind of says the same thing over and over again. Not really giving down, down on a whole lot, but 
Dalinar thinks right. you know he's supposed to listen to this this these visions. And then Dalinar gets to like the end of this book and he, and he has a this specific vision and he's he's talking to this entity that is speaking to him in the visions and realizes this fucking guy can't hear me. Like when I asked him should I trust him this other person who was Sadius and he's like yeah or like he said, you know, you should do whatever. It's like he he wasn't he didn't hear what I said. He was talking about something else entirely. And so I was sitting here do thinking he could hear me and then responding to his response right. and doing like so he's 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 like doing all these actions in the real world based on that he just just a mistake. Like he thought mm-hmm. this entity could hear him and he can't. I was just like, "Oh my god." Like all the shit that happened because he didn't realize that was what was going on. Like, holy shit. Like that was really fucked up. And then the person's like, oh, by the way, I'm fucking God. Right. And then it's just like, and that's the end of the book. Basically. It's like, holy so shit. So it, it has like a big fight at the end, right? Yeah. There is a big ass battle. Um, Sadius betrays Dalinar. Okay. Um, I get the ending and, of one and two confused. So I, I yeah. want you to talk. I don't want to accidentally say anything. Yeah, yeah. So so, so Sadius uh, betrays Dalinar and leaves him out with, and lets the Parshendi like, surround him. Yes. And so it's at the Shattered Plains. That's where yeah, we are, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And so Kaladin goes and saves him. And then, uh, you know, as repayment, Dalinar gives up his shard blade to fucking Sadius, which right. is pretty fucking epic. Yeah, um, I, I hated that. Yeah, I I mean I did too, but like I realized like it's not like gonna he do, had to. I realized then like it's not going to do Sadius any good. Like it's he he understand he Sadius is going to understand it's not really his. Like he's going to come. He's going to come to understand that. Um which in this I'm now started words of radiance and that's already a thing that Sadius is like coming to grips with. Yes. Um, and uh but yeah man the way of kings is is a great book um fucking great book i i do think the middle of that book is 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 a little poorly paced um but again it's it's one book you know in a very long series that's very much building toward you know these other what is it four books that are after it right now um and that's not all of them so there are, there are a couple novellas too you'll want to like be mindful of yes yes don shard and ever uh edge dancer edge dancer yeah, yeah 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 so that uh well that leads into uh this thing which is the brandon sanderson oh. unbounded okay. which is uh his basically collection of all the cosmere novellas Oh, so that has a book that I almost picked up, uh, the, oh crap, I can't remember. It's a short story about a a girl, and it's only like a hundred and something pages, and it starts with an E. Uh, Elantris? It was an Elantris. Um, let's see. It has, so here's what this, Arcanum Unbounded, it's a, it's the Cosmere Collection, um, both Stormlight and Mistborn novellas. So it has The Emperor's Soul. That's it. The Emperor's is, Soul. Yeah. Which is one of them. Uh, 
the Hope of Elantris, which I think is an Elantris short story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has four Mistborn uh, novellas. It has White Sand, which I think were graphic novels. Those are graphic novels, yes. Yeah, it has those I've, in there. So um, speaking of those graphic novels, I guess they did like the a really good rendition of them for probably, I would say, uh, Audible. Oh, where they okay. bring in, it's almost like the um, Batman and Bur- Unburied thing, where they do the sound effects. They get a, a whole cast of people to come in. Did you in finish? They, did you listen to that? No, I never finished it. Oh man, I know. I need to. I need to. But man, yeah. Uh, but it, it, they do that, and I guess they're I, they they look like they review pretty high on Audible. So okay. Yeah, this does have Edge Dancer. It does not have Don Shard. Don Shard might be a little bit of a bigger novella. After, uh, uh, I, I would that. say it probably came out after that book, because uh, I think yeah. that's between three and four. Okay, and I think that book's been out for a couple years. So yeah, I think it has. Yeah, uh, but it has some good Mistborn stuff in it. So I did pick this up. Um, I did uh, read the Eleventh Metal, which is a Mistborn, uh, like a mm. prequel kind of novella to Era One. Um, that's really good, actually. Um, you know what I really appreciate <laughs> with like. You'll send me videos of him where he's just like kind of teasing stuff. The whole time, he's just sitting there signing shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Whenever he's that. doing Q and A's, he's never not signing uh, books. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's that's cool. It's insane. That guy's insane. Uh, so yeah, so I did uh, did pick up the Arcanum Unbounded. That's that's a really good deal if you can find that. Um, Tons of novellas in there, especially if you're already into all these universes and stories. Um, mm-hmm. But I did, I did start Word of, Words of Radiance. I just got done with part one, so I'm to the first interlude. Wow! All right. Um, so I'm I'm about a hundred and sixty, seventy pages into this thing now. That's my favorite one out of all of them so far. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good so far. Um, it mm-hmm. starts off. Starts off with a kind of hitting the ground running, picking right up where, where everything <laughs> left off and the way of Kings. Um, it's got yeah, some man. slow spots, but there's a lot of, a lot of stuff happens in this book. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I definitely like, uh, I do like Stormlight. I, I don't know if I like it as much as I like Mistborn yet, but I like it. So I like it. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how he keeps building mm. on it. Um, the only other book uh, that I didn't put on here that I did pick up but have not read yet is called uh, Endurance. It's a nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about uh, like an explorer of the Antarctic. He he went there like in the early 1900s and like his ship sank and they got stuck there. And it was like this big ordeal and they somehow lived. Um, and like a flick... I think like eight months ago or like a within like the last year or so they found that ship. Like somebody like read this book and like triangulated where the hell the ship was and they went and found this ship. Like And it fucking, was there? It was there. Wow. Yeah, they fucking found the ship. Yeah. So uh my, my brother in law recommended that book to me. I'm gonna read that book here uh probably in the next couple of weeks. It's not very long, so I mean he, I need I asked books. Him, I need I asked, I need <laughs> I asked stuff him like every now and I asked him, like, how long is this book? He's like, I don't know. Let me go grab it. He grabs it. He's like, oh, it's like 187 pages. I was like, oh, 
no problem. <laughs> yeah. He's like, really? That took me like a couple weeks to get through. I'm like, listen, man. <laughs> let, let me let me introduce you to my buddy Brando Sando over here. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Twelve hundred pages of fucking words of radiance. Yeah. He, I, I. These books are like thick, man. Did you, so you have words of radiance? Yeah. Yeah. I have it right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it is nice. a it is a big boy. It is a it is a big boy. I feel like they've made them a little smaller. I feel like maybe these newer runs are a little thinner because when I go to the library and I see them, it's like fucking half of that shelf is fucking <laughs> words of radiance and Oathbringer. Right. Yeah. It's just like, holy crap. Um, and like his leather bounds, like he, he sells those leather bounds that I keep talking about buying and all the Stormlight books are two volumes because they're so thick. Yeah. Gosh. All right. That's enough books for me. Okay. Uh, I don't have much in terms of books. Um, I listened to a comedian book, and I'm seriously blanking on the guy's name. Uh, Tom Segura. Uh, Okay. Yeah, him. (laughs) He does a... He's a comedian. He does a podcast called Two Bears, One Cave, I think. I saw it it on your Goodreads. I'm not... That guy... I'm not sneaking into your house at night, I promise. No, no, no. uh, Yeah, I figured that's where you picked that up from, but... Um, that guy that he does that podcast with, man, he's, that guy's funny. Like I, I'll stumble into, that's why, that's how I found out he even wrote a book was, um, it was like, I seen it on a TikTok, and I was just like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Cause I need a palate cleanser every now and then. Like yeah. those are easy to listen to. Cause it just feels like one long podcast. Um, and he's probably using material. I've never seen one of his stand up, so I'm sure I'm getting like some of his best material, Right. Um, but it was, it was a pretty good book. It was pretty funny. Um, but I just have a hard time staying focused on like a Brandon Sanderson book. I do better if I sit down and read that. So I'm more apt to just read like, or listen to like an audio, auto autobiography, um, which actually Matthew Perry is coming out with an autobiography. And I was like, I have to read that. Like, I like, I like friends. It's, right. I like friends. It's fine. But it's just like, I got to, you know, he talks about addiction and stuff, which, you know, I think he's probably as famous for now as he is friends. Right. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to kind of hear his, hear his side of that. So, um, speaking of TikTok though, I did pick up this book called Legends and Lattes, um, okay. which is about a, um, this orc uh, that basically gives up fighting and uh, opens up a coffee shop in a town that has never heard of coffee. Oh. Um, short story. It was probably two, three hundred pages. Um, cute little story. It was, it was, it was interesting, um, but not like anything groundbreaking. I think it was one of the guy's first books. He, he's he's a narrator of books. So he's like narrated a ton of books um, and just got the urge to write his own little story. And it, and it's kind of taken off. A lot of people picked, it was like making its rounds cause it came out in February. So it was like making its rounds on uh book talk. And so I added it to, to Goodreads and a scene on Libby that it got added to the library. And I was like, cool, I'll check this out. And it, it was good. A uh, cool little story kind of break up the whole, 
you know, these massive books that I'm trying to get through right now. Uh, and man, I'm still trying to get through in the shadow of lightning. Uh, I'm struggling through it. I'm just wondering if maybe I'm just not liking it as much as I want to. Cause, uh, Brian McClellan wrote the powder mage and I loved that entire series, but this one, I'm just struggling. I keep Mm. picking up other books and setting it aside. And I don't know. Uh, so I should have the hunger gods sometime this week and I will start on that one. So hunger of the gods. So, Man, I really want to go back and read some of his his other books, though. I do too. Um, yeah, I, I. It's upsetting that the fifth Stormlight is pushed, but it's also like I'm getting four <laughs> books next year. Yep, and uh, it'll kind of free up you know to read some other stuff that I've been wanting to to check out. So, um, that is it for me with books uh before we move into tvs and movies i did finally sit down and figure out viticulture um so viticulture is a tabletop game kind of plays like uh everdell or lords of Waterdeep, where you're running a vineyard and you are trying to like make wine and sell it um when we were at uh gen con i stared at that box yep for i don't know how long every time we passed it i just sat and stared at it Yep. I regret not buying it now. I knew you would. Now, now that I understand how to play the game, it's it's a delight. Um, and I think actually now playing it, having a co-op version of it sounds really, really cool. I think my wife and I would have really enjoyed that. So, you know, when we're there next year, I'll, I'll make sure I pick it up. But I want the I want that box. That box was really cool looking. It was so, cool. Like a wine crate. Um, yes. And then I, I did, I did uh, check out uh, Scout. Which is like a uh, a card game. Uh, it was nominated, but it did not win. Um, right. But that was that was a cool little card game. So yeah, we haven't played that yet. Um, Working on that one yet. You you bought Scout, right? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 easy. It's uh well the the rules can be really I don't know there it, it it doesn't explain a lot and you overthink it. So I would recommend just watch like a little five minute video and then you'll understand it. But it's just like how. What beats what was we just we were stuck on that for so long, and then it finally clicked with us. But that's like a you're you're scouting people for your traveling circus. That's like the okay. theme of it. Okay. But the theme does not play into it at all. Like it <laughs> it's got a little thing of like here's what this person does, and it gives them a name. But that's it. It doesn't play into the story. You don't even think about it when you're actually playing it. It's really a, a it's a good game if you want to just sit around chit chat but kind of be doing something. Scout right. is Scout's one of those that you can kind of fit it in. Okay. Um All right, let's get into some spoiler territory here. What do you want to talk about first? Oh man. Um let's save pray for last. All right. Um Let's let's talk about. Uh, do you want to go through the other stuff you've watched before we? Get yeah, into, uh, yeah. I got something real stupid. Okay. So uh, Saturday, Saturday night, this past Saturday, we watched Kiki's Delivery Service, which is a Studio Ghibli film, and adored it. Really, really good, really good story. Um, get on my little letterbox, and I'm like, oh, that was like a four star. You know, it wasn't my favorite, but I really enjoyed it. 
So then Sunday after uh, board game coffee shop mornings, uh, pick up Maximus and we go see Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Fucking loved it. Holy <laughs> shit. That movie. The, say what you will about the show. The show is not. It's honestly, it's just okay. Like, yeah. It has its moments where it's like, that's kind of cool or funny or, you know. But the movie itself was, it's excellent. And, like, watching the show, it's it's nice to watch the show, but that movie can kind of set by itself if you even know anything about any of the characters. Like, if I say the word piccolo, do you know what piccolo is? I've heard it. That's all I know. Okay. Do you know what Go- Gohan is? Heard it. No idea. Okay. So, Gohan is Goku's son. And Gohan was trained by Piccolo. So they're like B characters. Like they're not center right. stage like Goku, Vegeta, Beerus, Majin Buu. But uh, this movie is all about them. And it was really cool um, to see it. It's it's in 3D, kind of, where it's, it's like really good looking 2D. But every now and then the camera would like paint around them. Oh, okay. And it was just this really cool um look to it just it's just the they don't have the budget for that for the tv show um but man that i gave that five stars and here's <laughs> why i think is ridiculous because somebody at some point is going to stumble into this and be like what the fuck was this asshole thinking giving <laughs> this classic kiki's delivery service for and then Dragon Ball Super Superhero five stars which is yeah. like i just really enjoyed that movie it was it was great <laughs> Um, we are still watching Dragon Ball Super and we did finish the rehearsal with uh, Nathan Fielder probably one of the weirdest shows I've seen and I'm very excited it got picked up for a second season um, if you just want some weird funny unique TV to watch it's on HBO Max they okay. they announced it and they're like I don't know how much budget to give this guy because what he does is just very strange. Um, so it'll be fun to kind of watch the blogs talking about how this next season's going to come together. Cause it's, it's unique. You should see it. You should watch a trailer for what that show is. Cause it is, it's bizarro. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. So, so let's talk about game of Thrones. Let's talk about House of the Dragon. I don't know what Game of Thrones is anymore. Oh we got House of the Dragon now. It, it's right there on the title. It's just really little. Right up there above House of Dragon. It says Game of Thrones. <laughs> yep. It's there. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I came into this. I don't know shit. I don't either. I well, looked it up. It's based on a book that came out like four years ago. Okay. I didn't know that. So the um, book is called Fire and Blood, I think. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Man, that that was hold a on, rough, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, a rough hold on. first episode, let me tell you. Uh, okay, not, okay. Not, not rough because it was bad. Okay, go ahead. Where was your hype with this? I, Coming I, I into the, it. I think the hype is just like what are they going to do, right? Like Sure. It's been a long time since how many I don't know how many years since the last since OG Game of Thrones ended, right? Um, okay, hold on, hold on. What would you think? How long ago that was? Five years ago. 
It's been like three. Okay. Less than three. Less than no, it's been more than three. Really? I think Here, so. Yeah, I gotta look this up. Game of Thrones. Season uh, seven? Season eight. Was it eight? Eight seasons? Yeah, season eight. Uh, Sunday, May nineteenth. I don't know what <laughs> what year. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Google. You're binging, that's why. Dude, I was trying to look yeah, up something dude, at work. Tw- 2019. Fucking assholes at Bing, I swear. 2019. Okay, May, well. May okay. 20th, 2019. Okay, so it hasn't years. been that long. Okay, okay. It feels um, longer, though, doesn't it? Any, I, I think that was my hype. Like, it, like a lot of people didn't like the way that that show ended, um, even though it had some, like, really cool battles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, what are they going to do, right? Like, what, what... That that was kind of my hype. Like George R. R. Martin is like throwing that other sh- the last show under the bus. He's like those fucking people wouldn't listen to me. They all suck. I'm on board with this. This is my thing, you know. And I'm like, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. That sucked, all right. Yeah, right. How many billions of dollars that made you, or whatever, while you weren't <laughs> right. writing any other books, obviously. Yep. You know, give me a break. Uh, no, that's that's where the hype came from. It's like, what are they gonna do? Like what? What? Where do they go from here? Right? It's going to be about the Targaryens. Like that much was obvious. Um, but all new people, I have no idea who they are. Um, sure. And and I'm sure there'll be a lot of those Leonardo DiCaprio moments in there. You know, where you're seeing stuff. I already had that moment when. Uh, yeah, they've done it already. Yeah. What's his name had the had the dagger, um, the the cat's paw dagger. Um, uh, full spoilers. Okay, let, let's just let's just get into it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know who hasn't seen that yet. Um, yeah, yeah. That that was kind of what I was coming into it with. Is what what the hell are they going to do? Uh, is this show going to be any different at all? Are they going to lean into the, you know, kind of the sex stuff or like the political intrigue or the big battles? And there seems like they're kind of right down the middle here with this first episode mm-hmm. of right. of all that uh, all that different stuff. Um, a pretty good acting. Um, I feel like that Matt is it Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Uh, his character was it Eamon? Da- da- uh, Damon. 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 I, 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 I think. couldn't figure out if it was Damon or Eamon. Um, it's not Damien. It's no. like Damon. Yeah. Uh, he's really good. The the brother of the king, the current king. Yeah. Uh, Viserys. Viserys. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good acting so far. Um, but again, it's just been one episode. Like where, right. Where do they go from here? Like, yeah, it was a good pilot, but like where they take it from here is just kind of what's going to, you know, decide if this is going to be any good or not. Um, what, what are your initial thoughts? I, I liked it. Uh, I think, um, I, I I don't know. It, it I'm I'm on board. I think that um I liked that they they're already tying it into Game of Thrones cuz there at the end when he was given so spoiler but um Damon okay so there, okay there was this crazy birth scene. The whole episode was basically oh. the king was excited that he was having a child oh. who he knew he knew was going to be a son. Um, you can't tell, but he just he just knew it. He just felt it. So during the birth scene, 
she has complications and they are basically like, hey, it's either the baby or the mother. And you have to make a call. And so he's just like, cut the baby out. And when she realizes that that's happening, she flips out. Obviously you would because you know you're you're dying. What tripped my wife and I up was we didn't realize at first that the baby died. They didn't really like it showed the guy holding it and he looks down at it again. And then it's like the camera cuts. And so we're just like, yes, what happened there? Like we didn't pick up on it. Like neither of us did. We actually like paused the show after that because it was like we wanted, we were just going to pick back up on it. But yeah, when we were like, then I was like, oh shit, that baby died. When did you find out the baby died? Like we pause it like at, like it wasn't that we spent 24 hours, but like we were about to pause it. And then when we seen um, it was the next scene or whatever where they. Right. Uh, yeah, it's like at the, the funeral pyre. Um, I thought that wasn't there a scene before where they're at the, the table talking. Oh, no, 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 the no, 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 no. Pyre, the funeral yeah, pyre. yeah, yes. Yeah. It's uh, it was Matt Smith that that. Oh, sorry. Um, that kind of said something because um, he was at an orgy. <laughs> or am I thinking too far? I might be thinking too no, far I, ahead. No, you missed. Did you see the baby on the pyre? On the pyre? Yeah, where they burnt when the, like at the funeral. Yes. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Okay, but yeah, yeah. That there was, was the something. Next, befo- that was like the next cut, right? I thought there was something before that. Yeah, no, that was the next cut because it cut to okay. uh, Rhaenyra. Was it Rhaenyra? The girl's name. Oh, oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, okay. It cut it's to come her back and to they me. were at the funeral. It shows. It shows. Yeah. It shows the the large, but then it shows a small one right next to it. Yeah. And my wife, she made a comment. She was just like, "Is the baby in there?" Like yeah. we didn't pick up on, oh, yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I picked that up that, immediately because I was like, "Cause yeah, I thought the same thing." Because like they. Uh, so that whole birth scene, I about stopped. So like when, <laughs> when, when, when the, when the maester is like, listen, dude, it's either her or the baby. And he's like, mm, I think it's going to be the baby. Yeah. And like, they start to hold her down. I was like, I paused. I literally paused it. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? I don't need this. Okay. They didn't, they didn't need to do this. Okay. There, there was a different way to do this. Uh, I think, I think there was an MSN.com like headline that just said, "This one scene in House of the Dragon is making people upset and vomiting." Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's um, a, what a weird headline. I, I almost walked away at that point. I, I kind of contemplated for probably a solid three minutes of whether or not I was going to finish watching. Um, and yeah, when they get the baby out and the guy, you know, it's like, oh, it's a boy, and I was like, oh, I thought they were going to like. Be like, oh shit, it's a girl. Yeah, Fuck. It's a girl. You know? Yeah. And I, he was I like, no, it's thing. a boy. And I was like, oh shit, they're going to carry through with this, right? And there's going to be this baby now, and this is going to be the whole plot, right? And then, yeah, the the maester is like like trying to like calm the baby down, and then he kind of looks at it like all yes. weird. And I'm like, uh-oh. And then it cuts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I had the same exact feeling, but then when you get to the pyre and you see the mother laying there and like the mummified wrap, and then you see this yep. little little you know, toddler sized 
mummified rap, I was like, oh no, it's fucking Game of Thrones. It's fucking <laughs> stupid show. You know? It's like, God damn it. Uh yeah, that that whole scene was pretty rough. I I don't know. I, I get it. Like that stuff obviously is things that have happened in, in those types of scenarios. But right. uh yeah. Maybe 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 we could cut down on the baby kill on the baby and you know, mother killing for a little bit. Um, yeah. But then I got like thinking about the red wedding and I was like, ah, that was that was a little bit worse. Uh yeah. you know. So I guess I guess maybe I just don't watch a lot of that type of television other mm-hmm. than Game of Thrones where people are just getting brutally murdered. I don't know, man. The um, Red Wedding, it was like... You could say that to like people of our age and they'll know what that means probably yeah. for the rest of their life. Like, I'll know what the Red Wedding is when I'm 50 years old. Right, right. Like, that was did, just such a so crazy so thing. Did you see the video of the skyscraper like the residential skyscraper in new york the night of the premiere yes yes i think you sent that to me yeah so like uh somebody took a video of like when game of throws aired on cable like because hbo is still a cable thing um and it was like all these people like in this like 40 floor high rise yeah uh, blinds open yeah blinds open and you could see the lights from all the tvs in sync (laughs) on the same show and it was game of thrones so it was like a it was like a christmas like a christmas yeah. carol thing or something but game of thrones i don't know that was really weird a lot of people it, i think it broke a lot of records for hbo um too it broke yeah. hbo max yeah 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 um but yeah it, it was it was fine um we'll we'll see where it goes from there mm-hmm. um yeah I, it's picking Man, up right where you it know, left off like now. I watched She-Hulk. I didn't put that on here. But, dude, we will be watching <laughs> She-Hulk. Fucking Andor's coming out, right? Mm, yep. Lord of the Rings and fucking a Game of Thrones show. Like, whole, like what else? What else is going to be out there? It's That's just, that's insane. <laughs> like, the amount of TV that's, like, made for me... And like all of all of us, not just me, but just like everyone, it's just it's it's crazy that it's all coming out around this time. She Hulk was good. I was shocked. People was like shitting all over like the trailer. They went back and they kind of like cleaned up some of the visuals. And uh, man, it was really fun. Like my kids were like, "Hey, can you play the second one?" I'm like, "No, it's not out yet." <laughs> this is a weekly show. This isn't Netflix. Right. We gotta yeah. we gotta we gotta fucking wait. It was surprising how good it was. It it was really fun. Okay. Um Yeah, uh so yeah, House of the Dragon. I I really liked it. I'm excited to keep watching it. If it's half as good as Game of Thrones, it means it's still gonna be pretty good. Um yeah. Game of yeah. Thrones is really good, so um I think that's all I got to say. Okay. So the 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 last episode of Bit Punch Radio, we kind of talked that we wanted to do some um some predator. So prey seemed to be like kind of the hot shit at the time and I was like, you know, I've never seen a predator movie. We need to go through and watch the predator movie. So I'm excited to do that. I'm doing it in a weird way. I'm watching them in chronological order. 
So so did um, I call you out last episode? Yeah, you sure did. Okay. About uh that Tom Clancy game. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh so um yeah, so sat down, watched Prey. I'm I was actually like lifting and watching it and my wife caught me and she was just like, Hey, we're supposed to watch this together and I was like, You're right. So I stopped it. Then we we uh we end up watching it. Um Overall, I thought it was good. Um, I don't think it was like spectacular. I really loved the main actress. Um, I think she was she was really good. Um, and then I like the connection that she had with people. We're going full spoilers, okay? Um, <laughs> fucking everybody dies in this movie. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, okay. Yeah, you've definitely never seen a Predator movie. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe like everyone just fucking dies, but I'm I mean everyone fucking dies in this like anyone that they can throw at them. It's just like nope, dead, dead, dead. Um a pre- like predator is f- scary as shit, the fact that you can't see this thing except if it gets blood on it or like a critter crawls up it. Yeah. Um you know, that's that's fucking scary. And then the overall look of him is that that that's not how he looks though in like the Schwarzenegger movies, right? Uh he's like got in this it one looked he's, a got, little, he's got a little different armor in this in, in Okay in this yeah. new prey. Yeah. So the movie starts out not really ex- explaining anything, nor did they even feel the need to explain anything. He just gets fucking dropped off yep. and just starts fucking shit up. Like yep. and I'm kind of expecting at some point, like, are they going to drop some lore or anything? It's like, nope. no, the point of this movie is would just be a really cool fucking story about like this tribe of people that come up on this thing that they need to try and figure out how to get around. And these people are fucking strong. They, this guy that is kind of training, I can't remember the main character's name. But that's like kind of training her and kind of setting her up of like, this is your moment to shine. He talks about fighting bears like it's nothing. He's like, oh, that's just a bear. I'm not afraid of a bear. Fucking, you ever seen a bear? Yep. Dude. Yeah, that's her brother. What is her name? Uh, Oh, that's her brother. Okay. Naru. Naru. They're they're Comanche. They are Comanche. Okay. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, there's like story wise, it was a little flat, but um, I think it looked good. Really cool scene, really cool like fight scenes. Predator was scary, and there's a fucking swamp. I really like a good or uh, not a swamp, but uh, was quick like a like a bog like quicksand. You know, yep. I'm I'm always in like for that weird shit. My wife, she like hates these kinds of movies because they're just intense throughout the whole thing. So she's watching them through like her the mm. slits of her fingers. And when she is like learning to fight with an axe, and then she's like, Oh, I can tie this rope around it and I can make the axe come back to me. And she's like learning how to do that. My wife was scared to death that she was going to just rip it back to her and it was going to hit her, you know? So the whole time she was training, she was just staring at me. 
Like Ashley just couldn't. She just couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't handle it. But. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. What what do you what do you think? Okay, so I had a friend at work who watched it like when it came out a couple weeks ago, and was like, "Listen, do yourself a favor and don't watch the English version." And I was like, "Okay." What? Um, he's like, "Watch the Comanche dubbed version." And I was like, "Okay," and so I watched the. English version for about 15 minutes and against against his uh direction yeah and yeah, I was like you. oh okay yeah I know I get what he's saying because all of the most of the characters uh the Comanche characters in this show are like younger teenagers right and they're all talking like they're 2022 teenagers like they're all like oh, god come on Naru you know mm-hmm. you know like right yes it, it was like a little like out of period um, and weird. And so I immediately mm-hmm. flipped it. I flipped it over to the Comanche version and everything was better. Um, and really? Just, it just read the subtitles. Yeah, it was way better, way better. Oh, Basically wow. everybody besides her, she does a really good job with the English stuff. Everybody besides her was just really out of place to me. Um, hmm. I'm also kind of like an outdoorsy nerd. So there were some things in this show that annoyed me. Um, so like at the very beginning, it's like, okay, I know these people are Comanche, they're Comanche tribe. And it's uh, it kind of does the little title card at the bottom of like where they are. It's like Northern Great Plains. So it's yes. like establishing that it's in the United States. It's in 19, right. 1907. Um, the problem with that is the Comanche were not in the Northern Great Plains. They were in the Southern Great Plains. Like, that would have been, like, Shoshone. And I was like, ah, whatever. There's about to be an alien in this movie. I don't fucking care about Right, this. yeah. So sure. I had I, I kind of, like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then she's got that axe. She's got that hatchet. Um, and she's she. there's, like, a scene where she's, like, sharpening the hatchet. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, looks like a pretty good, like, period-style hatchet. And then she immediately goes out into the woods and starts banging that hatchet into the into the dirt like digging up like roots and like uh like herbs and stuff and I'm like you're just dulling the shit out of that hatchet like what are you doing <laughs> this would yeah. never happen use the other end of that hatchet use anything else than that hatchet you're going to be sharpening that hatchet hatchet this whole fucking movie if you don't stop putting it into the fucking <laughs> ground drive me insane uh other than that though I really liked it mm-hmm. um really really good movie um i they they kind of some of that little stuff that they got wrong i like that they like played up the the predator as like a like native american like monster because you know they like she sees like the ship and she thinks it's a thunderbird like this this yeah she takes her calling yeah she takes it as that as it's like her sign to like step up finally and like be a hunter like she wants to be a hunter and she doesn't want to be with the other women and you know doing medicine and food and stuff um and it's like no that's a fucking alien and like it does that pretty on <laughs> pretty early on it's like they, they're just gonna put this alien shit right in here yeah. um because i was kind of curious how they were gonna do this um but uh yeah like all of the all the fighting was really good uh the whole french the French coming into there was was a really yes, good little touch. That was cool. Um, 
yeah, I, I really liked it. Uh, the Predator looked really cool. Uh, I mean, that I, I think the downside uh, was the CGI was kind of bad. That yes, bear, the that animals bear, looked rough. That bear was rough, and that wolf was rough. Um, but the Predator, he was I think he was a dude most of the time. There's probably some of him that was CGI at some point, mm-hmm. but I think he was practical effects uh, for most of it. Um, but yeah, it is... I actually looked because the CGI was bad on those animals. I looked at the budget for the movie, and it was sixty million, so it was still like decent budget. Yeah, but not a not a not, not a real lot, big. Though. Yeah, not real big. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, what a what a really good movie. I, I like Native American stuff, um, and I think they did a good job with most of that. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I did I did like that actress a, a lot. Yeah. Um, and there was some, there was some like good dialogue between her and her brother, and, and and kind of their little relationship there. Yeah, the fucking, fucking predator don't fuck around, man. He's punching bears in the face and shit. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is so is that a thing in the other movies that he like skin like turns them inside out and. Yeah, he he is basically hunting things for sport, and okay, like collecting data so like when you saw like his like visor vision he's like which looked janky as hell it well no it it looked exactly like it looked in the 1984 okay because it was just like yeah mostly green and then some green lines on the side that was it it. looks exactly how i remember that stuff looking in that old movie (laughs) we're gonna watch that old movie here soon Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean it that that's that's kind of what the predator do, you know. I I don't remember anything about Predator Two. Um, well, good because we're gonna watch but, them and they're all on Hulu. Yeah, but Predator Predator One, I cannot believe you've never seen the first Predator. Um, this movie, the movie we just watched, is is very similar to the first Predator. Oh, is, okay, great. Like, kinda everything about it is very similar to the first Predator, uh, except it's not a bunch of Navy SEALs and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a bunch of Native Americans. I'm uh, excited to just see fucking old Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. The, if you were paying attention to this movie and some of the things that happened, it'll it'll be a nice little callback to, to what's going to mm-hmm. happen in this, uh, yeah, in, the, in, this, in this next movie you're going to watch. Because I went into this movie knowing, like, some of the predators like gambit you know and wondering like okay how long is it going to take these people to figure some of this stuff out you know right and and kind of see where this goes there was there was a really cool shot of them running in tall grass and she's like she's running towards the woods and yep. the predator already took out uh, i can't remember who behind her and to see like the grass, the I don't know. There was just something about it, it was scary. Like mm-hmm. you see her kind of slowly moving, but running full speed. But the predator is just fucking hauling All it through ass. this tall grass, yeah. and it's just like that's that is intense. There was a lot of intensity to this movie. Um, yeah, and that's that's kind of like what the original movie does. Like you know, they're. They're, they're they're walking through the woods just like in this movie, and they hear the 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 clicking, the like the I can't do it with my tongue and pick it up on my mic, but you hear like that predator noise, where he's like making that like clicking noise with his mouth, 
and when we were playing that fucking Ghost Recon game, we were running through the jungle, and I heard <laughs> that fucking noise, and I'm like, dude, I hear a predator. There's a predator here. There's a predator here. <laughs> and we fought that invisible asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but that we didn't we didn't beat that thing, did no, we? No, we quit that game right after that because we could not beat him. We tried beating him for like two hours. Yeah. Could not beat that thing. Yeah, uh, which not many people do. So, um, but yeah, that that was a a really good movie. Short, mm-hmm. nice and nice and I, short. Movie. I appreciate the shortness. Of got it, in there, you know? got out. You know, I was in yep. bed by ten thirty. Perfect, <laughs> ready right. to go. You know, good. Yeah, good length. All right. Well, I think that is uh, anything else. Nope. What's what's going on? What's going on these next couple weeks? Oh boy, uh, we are going to keep playing Resident Evil Two remake. Yes. And we're going to try to play that tomorrow. Um, Man, we've we've done a shit job <laughs> trying yeah. to break those out. <laughs> yeah, last week was rough. Uh, I did not have a lot of time last week, um, but hopefully we'll be able to play tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Gamescom is going on. There's been some news there. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Um, yeah, that's that's all. Any I any games coming out? You gonna? I think uh, I'm gonna sit on Saint Row. Um, yeah, I I I had seen some negative. Well, not negative. Some kind of tepid response to game uh, Saints Row. Saints Row. Um, so I think I'm gonna do something similar there. Uh, maybe wait and see how that plays out. Yeah, I'm going to finish Cult of the Lamb probably this week or this weekend, but I don't actually know what I'm going to move on to next. Um, And I was kind of in this spot before Cult of the Lamb, actually, where I was just like, you know, after Final Fantasy, I don't know what I'm going to play. So, Mm. I mean, I'm dabbling in Fortnite, but it's not, I want something, you know, something to hang on to. Um, Game Pass has been releasing like a lot of you like different things and i honestly haven't kept up with it man i used to watch that like a hawk yeah and now i'll load it and there'll be a whole bunch of new games on here there and i've honestly never really heard of most of them so i might comb through there and see what's going on but uh yeah the rest of the year seems a little thin there's some there's some tactical rpgs i want to play um that moonbreaker game will come out in early access next month i might check that one out but I don't know. After Cult of the Lamb, I'll just have to have to see what's making the rounds. I really thought I'd get into Bear and Breakfast, and that one didn't seem like it turned out too hot. So, uh, but yeah. Well, let me switch this over. Thank you all so much for watching, for listening. Um, if you want to check out our past shows, you can go to bitpunch.tech. And if you want to send us an email, you can kick that over to emails at bitpunch.tech. You can follow us on Twitch and Twitter at BitPunch. You can check out our archive streams on our YouTube channel at slash user slash BitPunch. Then check out our newsletter at bitpunch.substack.com. All of these links can be found on our website at bitpunch.tech. Thank you, Rich. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, like you said earlier, we're going to be trying to wrap up some Resident Evil. And then, I don't know, I kind of want to get back to like our, our like Sunday grab bag, if we could, where yes. we just kind of pull some random games in and, and try them, even if it's just some of the weird stuff. I, I, like, I felt like we did that with Norco and then ended up kind of liking that game quite a bit. So, um, 
But then, you know, there's... We should. With the Calypso Protocol, I know we want to get through that when that comes out, but... um. Yeah, we'll we'll check out some of the the weird indie stuff. Like I want to see that game that you were playing too. So yeah, we'll get yeah, back yeah. to doing that. So, but yes, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. We will be back in a couple weeks. Have a good night.